is the Photographer's Revolution Podcast, and I am your host, Dana Pugh. Me. I know I'm like oh no here I have to go okay but today I have Kyla Ewart uh, in conversation about motherhood and creativity I'm super excited to chat with her um yeah her website's kylaewart.com is that right yeah <laughs> I got summers wrong so I was oh. like <laughs> I clearly don't enter people's websites very often. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you today, Kyla. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, hi. hi. Um, we met, I, I'm going to tell everybody how we met. Do it. Okay, this will be an embarrassing story for you, I think. But that's okay, <laughs> you're just going to have to suck it up and listen to it. That's fine. Right <laughs> <laughs> we met like, um, I don't know, was that like, Five years ago? Four Four? years ago, because I was pregnant with Pepper. Yeah, I know you were pregnant. Yeah. And um, so we were all going to Bee Chalmers Island. That's what I call it. Yeah. (laughs) I know she doesn't own it. (laughs) But uh, we were all going out to this place to see Bee, and uh, we were all on this boat, and I didn't know you, really, at that point. And um, you were sitting on the boat, and and I think you had a hat on. Like, in my memory, you had a hat and you were like the most glamorous pregnant woman. You kind of looked oh, like oh. I, <laughs> I didn't feel that way, but that's nice of you to say that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like you know, like when you see somebody who's sort of like all put together like that, I would you get a little bit intimidated, and you're like, oh shit, excuse me. No, <laughs> you know where I'm like, oh, she's intimidating. Like, look at how put together she is. And then I got to know you. <laughs> And it's kind of funny because we've become really good friends and, um, and it's one of those things that like, as I got older as a woman, um, I realized how important it was for me to have friends who were older than me and friends who were younger than me. And like that you get different things from all of those friends and, and, uh, it, it kind of like creates a, a really amazing tribe, a support group to, to sort of get you through being a parent and so uh I'm super grateful for our friendship because it's me too yeah you know I get to I get to watch your kids grow up which is a true gift you know now that my kids are kind of older I love looking and watching uh your your little monsters (laughs) (laughs) thank you I love them you know you know yeah I know you love them and they love you back <laughs> so uh yeah. Tell us about your kids. How old are they? Uh Atticus is almost eight, Sullivan is turning six in a few weeks, and Pepper is three and a half. Yeah. So they are getting big. <laughs> When's Pepper's birthday? November first. November. I knew it was yeah. in the fall. That's kind of more winter, yeah. but crazy. So when did you pick up a camera? Oh, it'll be the same story as yes, everyone, most everyone. Everyone. 
Um, I actually think I got it when I was pregnant with Atticus. I always loved photography. I never had the money to buy a nice camera. And then my grandma actually gave us not a huge chunk of money, but an, an early inheritance, and it was enough I could finally buy a camera. Yeah. So I put it on manual. I just was like, here we go. Put it on <laughs> manual and just started. I captured my pregnancy a bit, not a ton at that time. And then once I had Atticus, and even then, once once I had Atticus, I took pictures, but not to the extent that I do now. Yeah. Uh, I started a 365 project five years ago. Yeah. And that's when it really started to like become part of my everyday life. Yeah. So, yeah. So and I got a camera eight years ago, I guess. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what everybody... I can't believe, first of all, that Atticus is eight. <laughs> Neither can I. Um, he seems way smaller than that to me. <laughs> well, he was when you last saw him. I know. He kindergarten, I think. Yeah. Or before kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, crazy. That goes yeah. fast. It does. Yeah, so... Um, so what? what does... Like, how has being a mom, so obviously, like, being a mom started your journey in photography, but, like, how do you think that's changed as you've added more kids to the mix, and uh, where is it at now? Like, I don't know. That's what yeah. Um, you might have to ask that question again. What was the first part of the question? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, I'm wondering, like, how has, how has being a mother okay this is this is a better question how has being a mother um for like helped your photography for or right. formed your photography how has it helped and how has it hindered right um it's helped me see the good it's helped me see the joy it's helped me um kind of savor their littleness in some ways to or just the little quirks about them um, how it's hindered, uh, I found it very difficult to work while having little kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the working part of it is the hindrance for me. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It's mentally, it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, and especially before I took your pricing course, as you know, I mean, I've told the story a billion times. I was absolutely drowning. Yeah. Um, Pepper was colicky and I mean like really colicky <laughs> for a year and I was probably depressed, and I was—I had anxiety, and um, I was still shooting a ton because I felt like I needed to contribute money, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, because <laughs> you were really work. inexpensive, right? So you were like three hundred dollars or something. I was five hundred at the end, but yeah, I hadn't moved. I think I went from four hundred to five, like everyone does, like the yeah. hundred dollar jump every year. Like this isn't working. This isn't working. Um, but even at that, like, I think I did my taxes and was like, I worked my butt off with a colicky baby, basically went crazy and made like $16,000 that year. Yeah. Like that doesn't work. Not even that's, made. Is that what you made or is that what yeah, you gross? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That's yeah. gross. So yeah. like, that's not working for my family. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And I mean, if you do the math, if you look at it, you're like, that's 30 sessions, right? Is that right? 30 sessions, 40 sessions. What is it? Let's do the math. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Did you know I, I took Kumon and the math essentials? <laughs> <laughs> this is not my thing. <laughs> math isn't my thing either. 15000 and you were $500. Yeah. So 15000 is 30 sessions. Yeah, I was right. I always yeah. doubt my math because I, I don't see myself as being strong in math. 
Right. And I probably did more sessions than that for free on top of that, honestly. Yeah. So 32, like, it says for 16. So then, yeah, like with your free sessions, you're probably up there near 40. Probably. Yeah, which is getting like, close to a full-time job for most custom portrait photographers. Well, and especially trying to find time to edit those yeah. with kids, uh, like just impossible pretty much. And I didn't felt, feel like I had the money to hire babysitting. So it's just like this, you get in this Never vicious cycle. cycle of, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah. yeah. Um, and, and how does that, how do you, how do you think that affected, uh, your marriage? Um, I don't know if I, I, or my marriage is strong. Yeah. I have a great husband. Um, I feel like I can look back now and see how hard it was. Yeah. Like at the time I didn't feel like, I just felt like, Oh, this must just be what being a working mom is like. But now that I'm on the other side of it and I'm working way less, I can see, Oh, this is so much better and so much easier to like run my weekends with my family rather than like, see you later, Tyler. Yeah. Like, good luck with the colky baby. Sorry. Like, I don't know. Um, so you can see the stress. I mean, they're also getting older. So you can see the stresses kind of, of little kids are leaving us a little bit. Um, but the working every weekend, I mean, man, that does not help a marriage and working in the evenings. Like I just flat out refuse to work in the evenings now. Yeah. I just, I physically am too tired and I want to see my husband. So like, I don't work in the evenings and even weekends, like I, I'll work Saturday morning. I don't work in general unless it's something special. I don't work Sundays. Yeah. Like I'm pretty limited into what I do and that's, and I don't make, I still make way more than I did. Um, but that is my ideas of success in my business are probably so different right. than someone else. I don't want to go out there and make $120,000 right now. I can't do it. Yeah. And I would rather make sacrifices and have less money and be at home with my kids right now. And I think that's super important because, um, and we've talked a lot about this, like you and me one-on-one in the past, but like how there's just different seasons in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and when your kids are little, and it's so funny how, like for me, the definition of success for my business has always been about being present for my children and how like being present for my children and running a business and earning a full-time income, which I managed to do when they were small, um, meant not being present for my husband because I had to work. We had to sort of like hand off. We were like passing ships in the night. Like, here you go. Here's the kids. And I'll see you tomorrow at supper time (laughs) for like an hour. And then, you know, uh, maybe if you're awake when I come to bed, (laughs) you know, but like, in that sort of realizing, oh, wait a minute, that's not, I'm not really fulfilling my definition of success because um, without nurturing my marriage and being present for my husband, I, I'm not really being present for my kids. Like at the same time, like it's all a big part of the picture and realizing, and, and for sure, like my husband realizing too, that like when the kids are small, I'm limited unless we put them in childcare full time. I'm limited at what I can accomplish, but then once they go into school and they're in school full time, I can like change things and adjust things. I was probably slow to change things and adjust things is the truth, but like, uh, you can change things and adjust things. And and then if you're building like what you're doing, you can like 
at least you've built something sort of sustainable so that when you get right. to the point where Pepper's in school full time, you can be like, okay, now I can do like a decent number of sessions and maybe actually contribute, you know? Right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's one of those things that it's like, I haven't figured out balance perfectly, but I, uh, I even said to Tyler last week, I'm like, I feel like I'm working one and a half jobs right now. Like I'm a mom and I have this and I got rid of my housekeeper because I felt like I couldn't afford it. And like all these things, like it actually all adds up and you, something has to give. Right. 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 So, um, I just said to him, like, I just need more help. Yeah. I just need more help. And, like, I can't do this unless I have more help in some area. Like, I I just need more help. <laughs> I just can't do it. If I want to be a good mom and a good wife to you, then I, I need help. <laughs> yeah. And it has to come somehow. Like, you know, you're lucky to have your family close by. So I know that your family's super supportive and close, which is really lucky. But not like everybody... Has I've that. actually started, my family is, I moved 45 minutes from my mom and sister who were my main babysitters. Right. Uh, so I've actually started hiring someone one day a week to watch Pepper. Right. Because I just, it, it's expensive, but at the same time, I'm like, it makes such a difference to work for one full day. Yeah. And to not feel like I'm just trying, like you say, working in the cracks, like, and I'm not working 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, feeling frustrated when she needs something. Like, I hate right. that feeling. I don't want her to remember me sitting at the computer so I know I've thought a lot about that about um in fact I think I'm going to interview my own kids <laughs> and talk to them about what it was like having me as a mom <laughs> which should be like really painful and fun um but <laughs> but at the same time like I wonder if that's their memory of them and I sort of remember around the time going to Bees Island um that uh you know, my dad had died and I slowed things down after he died on purpose because I was like in such deep grief and really probably PTSD at the time and and uh, sort of trying to figure out what I wanted out of life. Like, I think that's what happens when you lose a parent and like realizing that my kids were like not always getting the best of me because I was so frustrated a lot. I was frustrated a lot because there was always so much so much expected of me and really that was like my expectations that I was putting on it you know like I wanted all this stuff and I just didn't realize I can't have all that stuff all at once that you know you're gonna have it at different times and right. maybe now is not the time for something you know now's the time to be present for your kids Totally. Yeah. And I really do wonder, like, I actually have no idea what will happen with my business. Yeah. Uh, I'm so grateful that I charge an amount that I'm like willing to feel like it, I feel like it impacts my family still. Like it could pay for a trip or three or whatever. Like, I feel like it's enough that it provides opportunities for my family. But, um, I do wonder if they get older, if I will quit. Yeah. <laughs> just to be honest. I do. Like, I just feel like, um, if it, if we can financially do it, I, I'm not against it. Yeah. <laughs> and not be, just because I feel like, um, I can't imagine regretting it. No. I like from, know. because for me, my photography matters, but like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, honestly, if I look at the big picture of my life as to what matters, uh, I want to impress my kids and my husband or my, and my husband, and like, if I have an Instagram following, that's fine. But they're not actually the people I want to impress, right. <laughs> honestly. So like, if so, I, I, 
I think my mindset has really changed on that, obviously, in the last, I don't know, four or five years. But it, what matters to me, like, I love capturing my family, yeah. obviously, and I love capturing other people's, and if people still want me to. But at the end of the day, if I feel like it's taking away from my family and not worth it, I don't know. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what will happen. And financially, maybe I won't ever be able to quit. I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I remember like I don't know, probably three or four years ago now, I was interviewed for a podcast, and somebody asked me, um, "Do you ever think about quitting?" And I said, "Oh yeah, every day." <laughs> I'm like, you know, like uh, not quitting photography. But quitting the business of it and quitting the industry, totally. Like, yeah. I, I think that, from, in fact, like, uh, a lot of my photography, I don't even share. Like, I have so, such a huge portfolio now, 12 years in or whatever, that I could never possibly share it all. Right. So it's like this, I feel like it's 1%. <laughs> and you know, I don't have time to share it. It's not a priority to share anymore for me. So like, that's part of it. But, you know, my work has to be for me. And when I'm ready to share something, I'll share it. Or when I feel like sharing something, I'll share it. But, right. you know, more as I get older and older, I get more and more selfish with my work. And it's for me. It's not for some imaginary audience out in Instagram land, you know. Right. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, I feel like there has been a shift even with the stories I tell about my kids, I'm like, I like it because it's like you said the other day, it's kind of like a journal and I can look back, but I'm getting kind of selfish about our moments. Yeah. I'm getting kind of selfish. Even, I don't know. I've, I'm just starting to feel like I like sharing photos, but at what point, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling selfish about it. Yeah. Like I kind of just want them for me sometimes. And yeah. I don't share everything I shoot. Yeah. There's lots of pictures I have because Pepper's always in her underwear. Yeah. Always. She just yeah. strips off her clothes and I I don't share very many of them. Right. Um and um yeah, I yeah, I'm getting kind of selfish about it, which I don't I don't think is a bad thing for me. Yeah. No, I don't and, think so. Yeah. And actually like when I, I did what you just brought up was like a couple days ago I did like an Instagram stories where it's like, Oh, I scrolled through my whole Instagram all the way back to the beginning and and uh, I loved the little stories I told about my kids, and I'm so grateful that I have totally. a memory of them. But uh, I feel like we're, we've lost that about social media now. It's, like, so curated, mm -hmm. and it's so we're, – we're, we, even if when we share the, like, hard stuff, it's, like, a curated version of the hard stuff and a curated version of the good stuff. So, like, it's kind of lost its – authenticity to me in its attempt to be super authentic like I don't know how like it's this crazy thing but if you look back to when it wasn't cool to post DSLR photos I think people yeah. might forget that but like you were really looked down upon totally. if you posted in an SLR photo like yeah. you know and I hated my iPhone I still kind of do for pictures I sort of see it as like snapshot camera right. and uh, so my early Instagram are just snapshots of my family and it's, and they're my favorite. Like I go back and like, I love this. I love how real and silly it is and how I didn't care. You know, it's, there's sort of a freedom there that we've lost in this whole like rush to be perfect on Instagram. Right. 
Yeah. And I say, I hope that I don't come across as perfect on Instagram. That's like yeah. never been my goal with it. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? I had a good thought. <laughs> uh, Maybe brain three and a half years expecting? later. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I don't know. I think it's funny. Like uh, my following hasn't really gone up in a year or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. Uh, but the messages I get are not about my photography. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They're, they're about like, thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for being real. It's so refreshing. Those are the messages I get. It's not like, what a pretty picture. Cause I think it's such a huge thing that's missing. People are just like, no one shares all the crap. Yeah. All the hard things or what they're dealing with. And I think that's so sad to me. Yeah. How is, how is that encouraging? And, um, I kind of realized, uh, that for me anyways, any job that I've ever wanted or it's like, I want to encourage mothers. Yeah. And then, like I thought about being a midwife before and I like anything in my mind of what I want to do, it's encouraging mothers and photography just kind of is what I do now. But, right. um, yeah, I hope that that's my, I hope that's my Instagram is that it's real enough to like encourage people. I, th- I think it is. I don't know. Uh, but I also, like, I think your I stories her- are. Sorry? <laughs> your stories my, are your stories oh are like cra- you're crazy I love your stories I'm like oh man if only I had I don't know the energy to do it I don't know how you I don't, I don't know if it's energy or no I, I think it's I have more time like I'm not working at a full-time business right I have time to be an idiot in front of my cell phone <laughs> <laughs> well thank goodness because it's great entertainment <laughs> oh well I don't know sometimes I'm like what am I doing but I just feel like I'm so sick of everything curated and pretty and just like you can see my face with no makeup on because that's actually how I look half the time. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel like <laughs> I'm anything. It's just the way I am. But anyways, lots yeah. to work on. It's a it's a different world now. Like I, like you say, looking back at my time hop from five years ago, I feel like what I shared, like because I'm a quite a sarcastic person, and like what I would have joked about about my kids, I probably wouldn't share that right. now because right. I'd be so afraid of what people would say back to me. And that's sad to me. Yeah. I know. But, it is uh, scary. It is scary. Like, I, it's so funny because uh, I had this talk with Bob about how, like, I feel like this pressure to be a certain way and that if yeah. we're not a certain way, people are going to call you out for not right. being a certain way. And it's like, man, whatever happened to just... I don't know, the freedom to just speak. Yeah, totally. it's, it's the other thing I saw that I was thinking about uh, during your, what you were saying is recently I saw this meme or something. I don't know if, if it's even a meme because I'm not sure what a meme is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm like, what is a meme? And I'm like, I'm pretty old because I'm not entirely sure. I'm but... pretty sure I thought it was called a meme. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> It should be a meme. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, but uh, where somebody said something about like how growing up, we were never allowed to discuss religion or politics. And because right. we weren't allowed to discuss religion or politics, um, we are horrible at sitting down and discussing with people who have different opinions with us about that. And right, right. now we're in this period where everybody's sharing that stuff. And nobody's really, everybody's kind of mad at each other. Like, how could you think that, you know? And, and, uh, it's curious to see. So it's funny how like 
that side of ourselves, we're all like opening up, but like the real stuff we're kind of hiding back away from again. Yeah. I think we're still afraid to have hard conversations. Yeah. Like we'll voice our opinion, but like at the end of the day, I don't think a lot of people are like trying to understand the other side of it. Yeah. No, never. Yeah. Yeah. And even like I used to share, I used to share a lot of political stuff on Facebook because you know me, I'm super political. I love, I'm kind of like a political junkie who reads all the crap. Right. Yeah. And uh, I used to share stuff and then I got scared because people were like a little nasty. And so then I was like, I'm not going to share that stuff anymore. And I'm just going to go back to funny stories about my life. I mean, you know, my political story too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My family's involved in politics and I'm just flat out. Don't share anything anymore. Yeah. It's not worth it. Honestly, it's hurtful. Yeah. And like, I feel like so many people don't understand yeah. a politician's life. And so I look at it at a completely different thing. Anyways, it's just an interesting, there's, if I had all the money and time in the world, I would love to do a documentary on, um, I don't know how we're talking about politics now, That's on political okay. life and just interviewing politicians and following them to show, and like all sides, I'm not even saying yeah. who I vote for, I would just love to show what a politician's life is like. Um, cause I think you might view them differently. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think we've lost sight of that in right. this sort of like hyper media state that we're in. Like, right. and we've talked about this before because we have very differing political views, but I right. really appreciate that we can have a conversation where I can hear your views and go, yeah, okay. I can see why you think that, you know, and, um, and vice versa. And, uh, I totally think being a politician is such a hard job. And I mean, you know, and we've had this discussion. I'm like, these people are making the major decisions for our country. Like it's important to have people who have varying viewpoints up there. Right. Totally. And, and so that we can hear all sides and go, okay, where's the middle ground. But somehow we're losing this idea of where the middle ground is. Like everybody thinks they've got to win. You know, it's only good when one side wins, but I'm like, no, 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 no. We have to, well, nobody's supposed to win in this. <laughs> and I don't think there's a perfect political party, honestly. No, no, yeah. totally. Like, so. and, and, you know, politician, I would hate to be a politician. I think it would be hard because, especially like a federal one, because they're going to live in Ottawa, usually away from their families. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, they give up so much for their life and they, now they have to deal with all the online vitriol. Yeah, it's different now than, like, when my dad started 20 years, or 25 years ago, he probably started, it was very different back then. He didn't have all, like, someone would write a letter to the editor. Yeah. But now it's, like, every day, my brother who's in politics, it's, like, every day there's, like, 14 nasty comments. Yeah, it'd be hard not to let that get to you. Yeah. Anyways. I know, I don't know how we got to that, but, you know, it was inevitable. Did we really talk about how you think it affected your, it's affected your kids? Like, do you think that, like, are your kids still really open at that age to being photographed? Like, even Atticus is, I'm wondering, like, what's the age when they start to get, like, really ornery about it? Um, you know what, I, since I, I did a breakout, like, three years ago, and I remember making that, and it was like, I had to make a video, and I, like, they were in it, and I remember feeling like it was, like, a really forced thing, and I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. And so since then... For, I mean, there's the occasional time I will, like, we're taking a picture. But in general, I actually ask them. 
every time. I'm like, do you want to go take a picture? And if they don't, I don't take a picture. I've tried to really make that, um, like if they're like out and about with their cousins, I won't ask them. But if it's like, I want to go outside and take a picture. If they say no to me, I just won't take it. Um, so I don't, I, I, it drives me crazy sometimes because there's like this perfect situation, but at the same time, I don't want them to just remember me bossing them around outside with a camera. Yeah. And if you look at my, my work, like I often will take enough photos to share. I'll go outside for 20 minutes with them or whatever, 10 minutes, go take a bunch of pictures. And then I share those for 10 days. Like I don't, I'm not outside shooting them all the time because I don't want to be. And I don't want it to impact them. And I don't want it to be such a negative thing for them. Yeah. And, and Sully is my one who hates being photographed. Yeah. Like he just says, he's in his own world. He plays and he doesn't want to be just interrupted. Like right. there, I could take a picture of him in his element, but like he doesn't want a portrait at yeah. all, ever. Uh, Pepper doesn't mind it, but she will say no too. Yeah. <laughs> like a three and a half year old sure can. Um, Atticus is like half and half. Yeah. I don't know. I Sully would frustrate me because he and you know this like I just love him like yeah. there's something so fascinating about him that he I is, just want to photograph him all the time so fascinating to me like that's how Tyler and I describe him he is just like <laughs> in his own world but just super smart but really keeps to himself I don't know he's just a really fascinating kid kind of yeah. hard to get to know he doesn't open up to a lot of people yeah but that's what makes him kind of fascinating yeah he's like really cool yeah. <laughs> so it would be hard that would be super hard for me but I guess you've had you figured out a way to do it do you still shoot every day um I go through periods of time like I haven't shot since Saturday what day yeah. is it Thursday now yeah um uh, running out of pictures <laughs> to share <laughs> <laughs> but I just haven't felt I don't know I go through waves I'm like I just don't care right now yeah yeah um and like our lives are very we don't do a lot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like my kids are not intentionally, my kids are not in a lot of things because I find it overwhelming. So yeah. I, they're not. And, uh, we spend a lot of time at home outside riding yeah. bikes. Like it's all the same thing. Like it's not, we're not in the stage of life where we're going on fancy vacations. I'm not at the ocean. I'm not doing all these things. So I just kind of, I like, I like trying to take different shots of the same thing, but sometimes I'm like, man, there's nothing there. Right. And I'm like, yeah, in my mind anyways. You can always find something, but I just, I don't like to pressure myself either. Like if right. I feel motivated, I get out my camera, but I, I don't know. Self-portraits are where I push myself at the moment, I think. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Do you like force yourself to shoot in a week? Do you be like, oh, I haven't shot all week. I better shoot something. Uh, I think that's generally when I do a self-portrait. Yeah, you're like, I better do something. I better do something. Um... And it's, uh, I find self-portraits very vulnerable for me. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's uh, not a bad thing. Right. Um, and especially, I mean, it'll sound so vain, I've put on a ton of weight in the last two years, and it's, like, really hard for me to take a self-portrait and to feel like sharing it. And uh, But I think it's good. I think it's good to show it and share it and work on yourself. And I don't know. It might sound stupid, but... I also, I think it's super important, like, even, because I, like, literally, we just had family photos, and, and I was at my absolute heaviest that day that I've ever been, and I was like, right. 
oh, I don't want to have family photos done. Totally. You know, but at the same time, it's like, if I didn't do these family photos, I wouldn't exist in our yeah. family's, like, history. And so I just force myself. And, and I think it's important because I worry about my daughter and, like, her seeing my reluctance to be in front of the camera and, yeah. like, it's somehow affecting her. And, uh, and my son too, but mostly my daughter, I worry about that. Totally. And I, that's a huge, I mean, people know that it's been a struggle for me, but it's, I've been quite honest about it on Instagram. I've always struggled with my weight or like flip flop dieting, hating myself, blah, blah, blah. And this year has been my, my year of like learning to love myself. Honestly, I've started counseling and I've started like positive self-talk which I would have laughed in your face if I would have told you I'd be doing this five years ago but honestly I just feel like I don't want especially Pepper I'm like if she ever talked to herself the way that I talked to myself yeah and that'll be the saddest thing in the entire world to me like I've got to I've got to fix this I've got to take control of it they need to see me same thing I got pictures with Devin as you know with my mom the other day and I thought I'm at the heaviest I've ever been yeah who cares? Oh, I'm, you look amazing. I'm with my mom. I'm with my sisters. And like, you know what? This is the way my kids will remember because this is actually how I look the majority of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, it's sort of that. It's funny. Cause you're still young. Uh, right. but like when you turn 40, I feel like you just say, this is it, man. <laughs> like, like I've struggled I've struggled I'm so tired of the struggle so like there's that's been like for me the big lessons of my 40s like I just don't want to struggle anymore I just right. want to live and so it's like oh well this is it like I wish it was different but yeah. it's not this is me and you know my husband loves me and my kids love me and at the end right. of the day that's all that really matters and yeah, and I think I'm just getting, like, I'm turning 36 in September, and I can feel like I'm getting there. Like, yeah. I, I can feel the the importance of appearance. Like, I hate that it's been so important to me for 20 years, yeah, but it's just the way, it's just in your face, and it's just like, oh, this matters. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I'm not small enough. Maybe I'm just built this way, Yeah, and maybe... I still can be loved. Yeah. <laughs> like it seems so simple, but like you're just taught that like you have to be smaller and you have to, I don't know. It seems so stupid. All these things. I'm like, maybe I just want to have a beer on the couch with my husband and that's yeah. worth being 10 pounds heavier to me. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. I just don't like, it's nice hitting this point where you're like, yeah, I'd really like to be lighter, but whatever. whatever. <laughs> I know. Do, do you, are you too, young to have uh, really appreciated nodding hill no i watched oh, nodding oh, yeah, hill yeah, yeah, but yeah. i watched it in a long time <laughs> <laughs> so like uh i think it's their 20th anniversary or something this year which is sad oh, or wow. 20 something i was like shut up i'm so old um <laughs> but i seriously whenever people talk to me about their weight issues i think of that moment in nodding hill where they're all at dinner fighting over the last brownie yeah. And Julia Roberts is like, she makes her pitch for like, she's a movie star. This is how my life has been horrible. And she like says, right. you know, I've been on a diet. I've basically been on a diet for the last 10 years. And, you know, and I was like, that's what it, she's like. And there's that moment. And the reason why that moment is so awesome in the movie is because you're like, yeah, that is her life. And that sucks. Totally. Like those that's people. Sad. Yeah, sure. They have all this money. But guess what? They haven't had dessert in a month. 
you know, maybe six months. And it's like, I like dessert. Yeah. And food for me is such a, like, uh, celebration food, like being with people. And I can't imagine not being able to like celebrate with a juicy burger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. Wrapping that burger in lettuce is just not the same as having a homemade bun. It's more... I started following, and now we're getting on food, I started following intuitive eating people, which I've never even heard of this process before, but it's really interesting to hear about, like, diets just don't actually work no. in the end. Yeah. Like, the statistics are crazy. Like, 95% of people who diet in five years will weigh more than they did before the diet. Like, you just actually end up gaining. So I've kind of hit this point where I'm like, I deleted my Weight Watchers app, so I'm like, it's not working. Yeah. I just keep getting heavier every diet I do, and like... This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I know it's but. funny because now I'm a little bit older. So I'm hitting that point where I'm like, I need to actually get healthier. It's it's not so much about like dieting to look good, although that would be a nice side benefit. But right. it is like, oh, we have to actually be smart about what we're putting in our bodies because as we get older, it's like a bit of a painful process. Right. Uh, like, I mean, you know, my my body creaks. And so, yeah, so now recently we've been, my husband, who's like super scientist, everything has, like he doesn't believe in dieting at all. So he's been reading like about nutrition and like the importance of eating real food and the importance of like actually eating fruits and vegetables, which, and like, you know, low fat proteins like that, you know, that's how we're meant to eat. Right. And, uh, we just all got off track. I think. Yeah. Anyway, and I think it's so important. I feel like for the first time in my life, I actually exercise to feel good now. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, Oh, I ate too much. I should go for a run, but I've actually gained weight the last 20 or 18 months that I've been working out, but I've worked out consistently because I actually feel like a better mom, a better wife, yeah. a better human. If I'm like taking care of myself and it really does start to shift to that. Right. Yeah. I feel crappy if I eat 18 cookies. I just do. Yeah. So I only have 12. No, <laughs> no but there is like, I never feel good yeah. afterwards. And so you're, I know because like recently we bought muffins. I, this, this is like a huge win for me, but like I bought muffins for the kids and I'm like, I don't even want one because I'm like, I will actually feel better and totally. enjoy it. So I'm not going to eat it. Like, and anyways, that's a silly thing. No, it's not. I don't feel like it's silly. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like when you're on a diet, you're told so many things are bad or so many things. And then you're getting a panic and you eat the three muffins that you didn't even really want in the first case. So you just yeah. hate yourself. So then you just keep anyways. But then at the same time, when I find something that's like really low fat, low calories, I like completely freak out like that. Have you had Halo Top ice cream? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, I have. Like, holy crap. I'm like, this is, you, I mean, you eat it and I hear the angels sing. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, this is the best dessert ever. It is. The mint stuff is amazing. Oh, I haven't had the mint. I really like the candy bar one. Oh, never tried that one. It has, I think, the most calories per container, which makes sense why why it's it's the the best. best. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so funny. Do you think that just because I, I love therapy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um do you think that did your therapist tell you to exercise a uh yeah I've just actually started therapy um five weeks ago wow it's been it's been like this was the first week I felt like wow 
I can actually change the way I think. Like this is, it's been really powerful for me. Yeah. Um, I had already been exercising, but he did. I went, I'm going to anxiety counseling right now. Yeah. And he told me to cut out caffeine and sweets. Oh no. So that's what I've done for the last, well, I've had like the, he's like, if there's like an occasion, go ahead. So I had cheesecake on Tally's birthday and whatever. Um, but it, um, and I have to do relaxing, like breathing for 20 minutes a day. Yeah. So all of these things are like, I'm just in the middle of it. But, uh, yesterday we had to like go through a list and you had to find all the areas you need to work on. I was like, Oh dear, dear Jesus. <laughs> I, have, I have so much to work on. I know. Um, it's so funny. Cause for me, like therapy has, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm probably, uh, people pleaser like I like people to like me and I like people to uh be happy so I'm always just doing what other people want a lot of my life has been about that and uh I think therapy has taught me that I actually don't have to say yes which sounds silly but like I actually get a say and if I and I have control and a choice you know and not that I didn't have a choice before I had the choice. I was just never giving myself permission to make the uncomfortable choice. And And it's not like, I think one of the main things I struggle with is, um, what was the first one? (laughs) I'm looking at my list that I have here from yesterday. Uh, a lot of that is rest and relax. That's the number one thing I struggle with. Um, um, and trying to find that, that balance. Right. And I think I've been working at it. My older sister has really been a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. She really like cleared a path for me. Right. And she took her like two years ago. She like took her kids out of everything. She has yeah. older kids. She's like, I actually am writing the checks for my misery right now. Like yeah. this, she has five kids. So like crazy if your kids are in anything and she took her kids out and like people are like, your kids aren't in anything. She's like, they're in like choir at school and like the normal school things. But she's yeah. like, you can say no. You actually have control about your, uh, like your, of your life. And that's yeah. to say, I've kind of done the same thing. Like my kids are not in a ton. Yeah. They still run around outside. Honestly, like if I'm a better mother because I'm not driving around to 18 different things or feeling like stressed about the finances by putting them in so many things, that's better for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we were like that a lot when they're, when our kids were young. Right. And Jack really, I mean, he does scouts because he loves the outdoors and stuff. And and we always were like, you have to do a musical instrument because we're a musical family. Right. And then aside from that, we were like, whatever, if there's something, it would be nice if you did a sport, whether it's at school or whatever, we just want you to be active. And then Georgia came along and was like, she does better as a person when she's fully packed. Mm. Like she's like one of those people that needs to be doing stuff right in order to feel good and so she's crazy busy but there is like you know there are moments when we're like this isn't right for our family and we know right now it's not right for our family but it's like finding that balance of how do we make it right for our family and keep our one child sort of happy and sane and so it's it's like this weird thing that we're trying to figure out and I don't know what the answer is and uh, sort of I just I think uh, a little bit we had to just get okay with 
certain aspects of it and be like, okay, so that's, we're in a different chapter of our life. We're in a different season of our life. And that's, we're not, we don't get to see her as much and we have to try to be okay with that. And, um, but at the same time, just sort of grabbing control and standing up for ourselves as a family within the organization that she's a part of and saying, you know what, this isn't good for our family. And yeah, you know, it's so funny how like kids activities, you know, like I used to dance, but we didn't do like competitions and all this. We did like exams at the end of the year and a recital, you know, and now these kids who do any sort of activity has sort of been hijacked by this need to be like the best. And, and what's created out of that is like utter chaos in families. Right. And even financially, like it's, I have Pepper in ballet, like Pepper, who's three. Yeah. It's not like 25 bucks a month, but then there's the dress. And then like the end of the school recital, it's $20 per person. And I'm trying not to like lose my mind over this, that it's going to cost me $200 to take the grandparents and, or whatever. And my family to see her for two minutes. Yeah. And then to sit through all the other kids. I'm hoping I can sneak out after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And then you feel bad when you sneak out. Or, like, as they get older, too, what happens is they have these crazy, like, um, absence. Pro- like, you can't be absent more than so many days or you'll get removed from the program. And it's like, at what point do, do, does the program start to consider a family's well-being and, the import- and like, the mental health of the children involved? And, uh, and the importance of like the family's mental health, like as a unit and how, you know, I think we've lost sight of that in this attempt to create these like perfect experiences for our kids, which goes back to like this idea that everything has to be perfect. And I don't know why we're there. And I, so I so badly want to fight against that. I know I did I, for a long time, <laughs> but somehow I mean, we're here. Like, uh, like I, People ask me to be on the pack at school and people ask me yeah. to volunteer for this. And I just am like, I actually have to recognize that I work. Yeah. Like I think a lot of moms think like, oh, I'm just doing this or I'm just doing that. Actually, you're working and it requires time and energy and you can't do all those other things. No, Some, something and has I to think, give. And then you're worried about what everyone else is going to think of you. And I've just flat out told them like, I can't do hot lunches. Yeah. I don't have babysitting. I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> and then people like I'll help in other areas, but it's not, I think people feel so guilty if they're not doing a billion things, but it like at the end of the day, like the women that are at our school are so overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, that's they a pretty constant theme I see with mothers in my area. They're just like, they, they make zero time for themselves because they're, if, especially like once the kids get into school full time, pretty much everybody I know goes to work in some capacity even if it's just part-time you know at Costco or whatever they're all working some sort of job and then at the same time trying to fit in taking your kid to doctor's appointments and and their lessons and you know inevitably your kid has like some special talent and then they tell you they've got to do all these other lessons and you know and be on the school be go to the school meetings and there's so many meetings and there's so many things. Totally. And, it's like, and I think what it, I was talking to my sister about it last night. And I think what um, I was saying to her, like this past year, I've kind of allowed myself to rest. I, I guess people can't see me doing that, but yeah. I've allowed myself to rest. And I don't mean lying on the couch. I mean like doing things that rejuvenate me, like right. going to spin classes or like going out with my girlfriends every two months 
And like my husband is the first one. He's wonderful. He's like, go out tonight. Yeah. Go do something on your own. Refresh. Um, and I think people, even if you never give yourself that opportunity, Space. you can't, you can't know how good it is for your mental health and for your family if you've never let yourself do it. And right. it takes a while to get used to it. And I feel like I'm actually now at the point where I'm getting really, I'm getting selfish with the time for myself because yeah. I know it impacts my family for the better if yeah. I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, I know. And it's so funny because I see that with other photographers who they're like, they brag about how quickly they can turn around their sessions. And, you know, an experience with me is very like, it's super fast. I can get you the images in three days or whatever. Right. And, you know, or they shoot a wedding and the, the images are back to the client in a week. And I'm like, why are you rushing through all that? You know, uh, why don't you give yourself room for, to breathe room for grace, right. you know, because if all you're doing is going from your job to your, the, your family work, your household work back to your job, back to your household work, like it's never a recipe for success. No, no, it doesn't work. No. I know. what happens when your kids leave and you haven't paid attention to your husband yes. for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I think what I've seen my friends with older kids, they're, you know, the ones that have just totally focused on their kids and their kids leave and they're like, well, wait a minute. Like, I don't know what's left for me. Right. Like, forget about my relationship with my husband, but right. what about me? You know, like, I, who am I without my kids? Holy crap. There's nothing there. You know, it's, and it it causes a major midlife crisis, you know, oh, and it doesn't have to, if you just like spend your, like realize that before they go, you know, that there's, you have to nurture yourself always, you know, I remember even like probably when, uh, I was like super addicted to photography cause it is kind of like an addiction, I think for most women. And, yeah. and there was like, it was like work, household, work, household, no husband, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then making the decision with my husband to like force ourselves to have a once a week have a date night so we actually like just booked a babysitter every yeah. Saturday night I think it was or Friday night or whatever had this like standing babysitter appointment and like the first couple nights we were like woo you know we had big plans because we hadn't had a babysitter in like I don't know how, however long and then after about a, four weeks or something she showed up and we were like, oh yeah, we have like zero idea what to do. <laughs> and we went, you know what we did? We went to Ikea and we walked no. around Ikea without our kids and had dinner at Ikea. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is really pathetic that this is what it's come down to. But at the same time, it was just nice to be in a space where it's just the two of us. Right. You know, and those, and I think it's super important to your family to take that time but also to your business and to be a creative because without that space I don't know at least for me without that space as a creative I can't create right yeah I need space I probably and I probably need more space than most I feel like anyways right when I compare myself to others which we're totally not supposed to do I'm like how come they can create so much stuff and I'm like I haven't photographed anything in like a week you know I feel like I actually create more when I'm stressed out. It's like a release for me, um, which is, I think, why when my kids have been so little, I felt like I took so many pictures because it was like, ah, this is really hard. Yeah. Um, and then as they're getting older, I don't feel that same 
I mean, I'm not saying that Pepper's easy, but uh, I don't feel the same panic I did when she was a year old or like the same levels of of anxiety or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's always been a release for me. Usually if I do a self portrait and I'm having a crappy day. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. I guess everyone's just different, but it's like a release for me. It's just like, "Ah, I need to do something. Yeah. For me, it like fills the space. Like I, I actually need space. And then I'm like, Oh, you know what I feel like doing? (laughs) Although sometimes I would say it feels a little bit like a panic. Like there's a panic. I haven't created anything. Right. I'm, I'm going to do something, you know, but at the same, I don't ever feel that panic if I'm super busy. I don't have space to feel that push, that panic when I'm super busy. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm not working. I should be working. You know, it's just hard to care if you're so busy with work. Yeah. Or like just running the kids around. And I think people, and a lot of people who aren't photographers won't understand that there's so much other work to being a photographer. So it's like when I've got to edit or call and answer emails and, plan this marketing thing. contracts and yeah 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 send contracts and send quotes and all that stuff it's like ugh. it's yeah. so like creatively draining that then you're like uh yeah <laughs> like i don't want to shoot i need to like breathe totally yeah makes sense that's funny i i've never asked anybody like what's that drive so it's interesting that yours is like anxiety yeah or just yeah I don't know it's I find taking pictures like a release for me yeah like I um like a breath yeah I find it like a breath for me I feel like it it helps me slow down and it helps me um see the good or like my kids are frustrating me if I go outside with them it's also being outside I love being outside with my kids um if I go outside with them and I'm just sitting there while they're riding bikes and having fun together that's a release for me in general. And then if I get to capture some of it of them together, that's another release for me. Yeah. So just stopping what I'm doing and it it almost always takes me outside my photography, which is, I find so rejuvenating. Yeah. So I feel that way too. I like to be outside. I don't like to photograph in my home very much, except for like, I love environmental portraits of kids in their rooms, but that's like, I mean, how many photographs of my kids in their rooms can I take? Like, eventually, I'm like, okay, done. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go outside. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so last question. Yeah. Were there questions? Okay. Uh, Last question. Um, What's your favorite photograph that you've ever taken? Do you have one? Second last question, because now I have another one. Okay. Ah... Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, what comes to mind right now is one of the kids from last summer and it was not anybody else's favorite, Yeah. but, um, they're looking out the window of the trailer and the light, it's just really pretty light and they're all just like, it's a layered image. So, but they're all just looking outside and not paying attention to me. And I love that image. Yeah. No one will probably even know what image I'm talking about. Yeah. Isn't that Um, curious? Yeah. So, uh, that's one image for me. I always come back to, and I don't even have printed in my house yet. You should print it. And do you find like, since you said nobody will even know what image I'm talking about, do you, I've had this discussion with other photographers. Do you find that like the images that get likes on Instagram are never the ones that you think are the best? Yeah. I'm like boring. (laughs) I know. I think that too. And in fact, when I made the like switch to, um, just posting whatever I like on Instagram, which recently happened. 
I, I was like, nobody's liking these photos anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting zero engagement, which is totally fine with me. I'm like, I don't care because this is actually my work. This is what I think is best, not what I think is going to get the most likes. Right. And yeah. I, I feel like I share what I like. Yeah. Uh, but I always know that anything with Pepper and her expressions will always get the most likes. Yeah. Just because she's young. Honestly, it makes a yeah. difference. As they, my kids get older, I don't expect my photography to get more popular. Oh. Okay. So then my next question is, favorite photo by someone else? Uh, oh. Uh, the picture by Olivia Gaddy. I think that's how you say your name. Olivia Gaddy. Uh, click, click, love. Okay. Click. No? No, Dana. I don't know her. She took this picture last year. I love her work. She took this picture last year, um, and it was like the fire trucks, they're spraying water, the, tr the light's coming through the trees, and her daughter is running in a bathing suit. There's yeah. all these kids everywhere. You have to look it up. I'm totally going to look it up. I think it's the most amazing photograph. Okay, I think cool. she won something in voice for it. But, um, yeah, which is funny. Like, she's not, like a big name person, but it's this photograph. You're like, that is like a once in a lifetime photograph. Like you couldn't yeah. recreate this if you tried. It's just like, uh, it's Those just are always so my favorite too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's document. Like I love documentary style. Yeah. Like I feel like something that you had to be paying attention. Yes. To yeah. Yes. <laughs> Even in a portrait, I feel like that's what's missing so much. When I'm looking at people's portrait work, I'm like, you just randomly photograph people running around a field. Like, I, I actually want to see those moments that you had to be paying attention for. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, even if a, a person's sitting on a lap, you know, a child sitting on a parent's lap, it's still, yeah. like, you could take that perfect photo of them both looking at the camera, but the, inevitably there's going to be those moments where you have to be paying attention and get it. Yeah. And those are always and my favorite. I always try to post the, I, in between moments are it for me. Yeah. Like I get the picture, like you say, the kid on the lap, take the picture, yeah. but it's the moment where they connect with you or the moment they do something silly or different. That's the moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. Way uh, more interesting than the like. Way more interesting. Yeah. Perfect photo. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Miss Kyla. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm glad. I think it was great. Yeah. I hope people have two hours to listen to it or whatever. <laughs>